While heavy metal could describe a type of music that fans of death positivity might listen to, it is not a type of ingredient you want to smear on your skin in the name of beauty. Arsenic, mercury, and lead are among some heavy metals to be found in cosmetic products over the centuries and have resulted in some pretty nasty side effects, like death. Let's dive in and sink straight to the bottom from all the lead as we attempt to figure out why people would sometimes knowingly trade their good health for looking good. Yes, Faye, it's true. Why, women in the Roman Empire used lead makeup to whiten their faces, and in the 16th century, English nobles did pretty much the same thing. One of the most famous figures to use lead makeup was Queen Elizabeth I, who used it to cover her smallpox scars. Bear with me as I say this next part, because it's pretty baddie. All right, in Queen Elizabeth I's day, Blemishes were seen as proof of God's displeasure at sin, or worse, inner derangement, such as lewd sexual fantasies bubbling up from the private parts to the face. I want to see an Oxima commercial where they're like, the cure for inner derangement as uh-huh. somebody washes their face. <laughs> Just powdering that stuff on. I want to give a quick shout out to Eleanor Herman for writing such vivid prose as the inner derangement term in her book, The Royal Art of Poison. Some women filled in the smallpox pits with a mixture of turpentine, beeswax, and human fat. What? Ew. Yeah. In my research, I also read that poultry fat was used, but honestly, how pedestrian. Don't even bother me with old-timey beauty concoctions unless they involve human body parts. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Poultry fat. That's where I draw the line. (laughs) It's a very foul ingredient. (laughs) (laughs) That was probably the option for the poors who couldn't afford to pay off the mortician, grave robber. Where would they get human fat from? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Because this is one of my favorite subjects. Where to buy human fat? (laughs) Um, It's just a little icebreaker when you're at a party, a death party. Uh, You could buy human fat at your local apothecary. Oh, Try to put yourself in the shoes of somebody in those days, just Mm. sidling up to that counter, like, hello, good sir. You could also go straight to the source, the town executioner, who would slice it from the still warm corpses of condemned criminals. No! Yes. Uh, who comes up with this sh- <sighs> Elizabeth borrowed a recipe that included lead, vinegar, and sometimes arsenic from the always fashion-forward Italians who had invented this recipe decades before. Hmm. There's no evidence that Elizabeth went the human fat route, but this is really making those Brothers Grimm fairy tales seem not so far-fetched. I knew it. They're all true. I'm going to find that witch in the candy house and make her my friend. (laughs) I'm surprised you haven't found her already. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be her when I grow up. Maybe you're a distant relation. Probably. Smearing the scoop on one's own skin gave them a startling, almost silvery whiteness that refracted light. Like data from Star Trek? 
Okay, you're a nerd. <laughs> but yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Hey, I grew up without cable. There was nothing else. Oh, I just dated myself so hard. Mm-hmm. People listening be like, what's cable? Does she mean Netflix? Oh. <laughs> but you know what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you're old. Yeah, it's been said. Oh, that's not a cute look, though. Well, if you're tempted to try this concoction yourself... You really had me at human fat. I just might. Remember, lead is a neurotoxin, which can lead to lead poisoning, which can result in death. 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 (laughs) (laughs) In modern times, lead has been banned for use in paint, Mm -hmm. kids' toys, and furniture since 1978. That's, well, that's not that long ago. So, kind of weird to me that it's been used on human faces since the Roman Empire, but (laughs) (laughs) we're we're just giving it a few thousand years to declare it unsafe just in case we're wrong. I don't know. So, of course, that means lead is still out there. Oh, and if your water pipes have lead in them, guess what? Oh, my last place had a lot of lead in the water. That sucks. Good times, yep. Yeah, so the lead can leach from your pipes into your tap water, if you didn't already know. Get that shit tested. As for the whitening skin goop, the lead alone was absorbed through the skin and over time resulted in hair loss, muscle paralysis, mood disorders, and declining mental acuity. I told you already, you had me at human fat. You can quit selling it. <laughs> it also further damaged the skin leaving blotches and pits Mm. so that you had to coat on more to cover the damage it caused, which in turn caused more damage and continued Mm. the vicious circle. Ah! When I was talking about how circles are the most (laughs) vile of all shapes in the fashion episode, I didn't even touch on how often they're referred to as vicious. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is in the 1500s when Queen Elizabeth was reinvigorating the smoking hot trend of lead face makeup. (laughs) Another bitchin' fad all the cool kids were trying around this time was mercury makeup. Oh, good. Mercury-based foundation concealed wrinkles, blemishes, and freckles and produced a radiant, translucent complexion, hiding all evidence of inner (laughs) derangement, frustrated sexual fantasies, and God's wrath. Again, well-played Eleanor Herman. (laughs) Mercury absorbs easily through the skin, resulting in birth defects, kidney and liver problems. Fatigue, irritability, (laughs) tremors, depression, paranoia, mood swings, excess salivation, black teeth, a metallic taste in the mouth, hallucinations, suicidal tendencies, not the band, unfortunately, (laughs) and death. The term for that lovely collection of symptoms that stem from the poisoning of the central nervous system by mercury is erethism. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but did you know that? I did not. I didn't either also referred to as mad hatter's syndrome yes right because it would often affect those who worked with mercury which was used to shape hats back in the good old days this would have been appropriate to include in the fashion episode if my brain wasn't a f-ing sieve from stress and lack of sleep because this whole year has been a f-ing dumpster fire yeah i think a lot of people can relate to that <sighs> <laughs> so as if the mercury on the face wasn't enough it was common for a lady to throw on some arsenic face powder over the top of her mercury face paint to Mm. achieve the coveted extra pasty look. Mm. Arsenic, of course, increases one's risk of skin, colon, bladder, lung, kidney, and liver cancer. 
Nice, nice. In some cases, the thickly applied heavy metal makeup blocked sun from reaching the skin, which resulted in the dreaded vitamin D deficiency <laughs> and ultimately rickets. Rickets, in case you didn't know, is just like when your bones get like kind of floppy and <laughs> this is obviously a problem because how would you have a rib cage strong enough to hold a pile of sandwiches mm. if you don't have a healthy firm bones so true gotta keep those sandwiches somewhere since fancy ladies were already draped head to toe in lavishly heavy fabrics think uh wearing drapes outside mm. no sun was getting past that mess which is why your mama told you to take your vitamins Hmm. Nobody wants a floppy bone. <laughs> oh, double entendre. <laughs> Speaking of floppy bones, <laughs> radium. Later in history, when people had come to terms with their inner derangement, lewd sexual fantasies, and floppy bones. Meow. Wink. <laughs> Radium was discovered, and people took to it like moths to a radioactive flame. If you listened to our fashion episodes, you know by now that people were really big fans of radium back in the day. Mm -hmm. It was isolated in 1898, and within four years, people had started just putting it in stuff. Yeah. Folks were so enthralled by its mystical, glowing qualities that they put it in everything. From face powder to suppositories, uh, which I'm just going to gloss the f*** over because you can probably imagine those consequences. Yeah. From hair tonic down to condoms. Oh, Yep, you heard that right. Okay, so technically not makeup, but it gets an honorable mention because I have a f***ed up sense of humor and this just <laughs> strikes me as comical in the worst way. Oh. And also, what the f***? No. In the fashion episode, you talked about seeing pictures for radium jaw. Mm -hmm. I do not want to see the pictures for radium <laughs> dick. I mean, no? That's not your thing? Uh, I just feel like I can see you unfolding that 1938 mm -mm. issue of Playgirl. No. Like, oh, <laughs> unfolds the next part. Oh, unfolds the next part. just lost all our male listeners did we have any male listeners yet please <laughs> guys no oh. only the toughest survive i bet radium infused condoms were super effective at preventing pregnancy though hmm. even if your condom broke the little the little buddies were <laughs> probably not strong swimmers <laughs> after being true to quote an ad for radium infused face powder Energized and invigorated no. by radium particles that are accepted by the human system harmoniously, okay. as is sunlight by the plant. No, 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 no. <laughs> the eggplant. Just <laughs> emoji. Yeah, get it, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't want to know. Actually, that shit will haunt my dreams. Oof. But you know. I've been playing around with the idea of becoming an evil mastermind for a while now. Sure. And I might be able to work those radium condoms into my evil plans to sterilize the human race. Oh. Step three, profit. I would just need the right marketing campaign. I mean, mm. 
people already bought them once, right? So why burn out trying to come up with my own evil schemes when the best ones are already tried and true? Yeah. Don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Glow the extra mile. Oh. Radium dick condoms. No. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I really like that you call them radium dick condoms, just in case we're not sure where to put them. <laughs> really hammer that point home what with the birth rate in this country just can't assume that everyone knows what body part a condom is applied to it's true the birth rate in this country is because we don't have fun shit like radium dick condoms anymore (laughs) (laughs) not to be confused with my other line radium balloon animal condoms not for dicks (laughs) the first one will have an ad like a 1950s guy with his hair all quaffed flashing open his trench coat but it's just a blast of light from his nether regions. (laughs) And then the second one is like the same ad, but the guy is in full clown makeup and there's all these glowing balloon animals like bursting forth from the open trench coat. (laughs) Now that's a visual. What do you think? I think it would be a lot easier to see what you're doing in the bedroom. Hello! (laughs) A woman's equivalent would have made things go a little more smoothly if you know what i mean (laughs) i'm thinking of all those love scenes when the guy is just like in immediately Mm. but with a radium condom i guess the glowy source is on then it's off and then it's on (laughs) and it's off it'd be kind of mesmerizing while you're doing the business is that what lady gaga was referring to when she said she wanted to take a ride on a disco stick Man, rich people got so much money they have to spend it on real freaky pursuits. I mean, if she's not talking about radium condoms, I'm disappointed. And frankly, insulted. (laughs) Disco stick. Radium condoms. (laughs) Uh, More than a few companies got in on this trend. One calling radium an astonishing new force for betterment. Wow. Worn by noted women of title and fashion. Damn. Is it a beauty trend or a movement for social change? Uh, is there a difference? Oh. <laughs> Radium was added to rouge, face creams, eye drops, powders, tonics, about anything people can be convinced to buy. Oof. It turned into a huge trend, and I can't for the life of me figure out why, other than people will eat Tide Pods. Hmm. Some of the people making and selling this stuff really believed in it for some reason, but a lot of them knew it was toxic and sold it to the public anyway. I'm guessing that reason was cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Papers from the time documenting the wasting disorders caused by continued contact with radium called people such catchy names as the living dead and Ooh. ghost girls eee. because they would turn pale and waste away until they were much less living than they used to be. Yeah. But it could take years and the legal processes took more years. Mm-hmm. So loads of people died and their graves are radioactive to this day. Oh. Yep. You can go over them with a Geiger counter. Oh. Good times. Take the kids out <laughs> for a stroll. Hey, Some COVID fun. took a lot of uh, assembling in public places away from us, but the one place we can still go Great. is cemeteries. There's your outdoor activities, folks. Mm-hmm. Well, if it makes you feel any better, at least one of the people that died was the inventor of a slew of radium-infused products who dropped out of school and then claimed to be a doctor while putting radium in absolutely everything and making false claims about it to the public. Well, that is not a familiar story at all. (sighs) 
William J.A. Bailey, the J.A. stands for jackass, was a massive piece of shit who died mm. from exposure to the radioactive materials that he swore by. It's poetic, really. Wow. And the least he could do. Who'd have thunk? Mm-hmm. His body was buried in a coffin made of lead to keep all the radiation in him from leaking into the surrounding earth. Oh. And about 20 years later, when his body was exhumed for study, it was almost entirely disintegrated from radium poisoning. <sighs> so, you know, sorry to all the listeners that were planning to go take a collective shit on this guy's grave. Oof. When I researched his final resting place, it ruined my plans for the weekend, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. <gasps> So finally, uh, f***ing finally, in 1938, deceptive packaging was outlawed. So companies could no longer claim that radioactive garbage would make you feel fresh as a baby's butt with sunshine on it or whatever. <laughs> Sell it. Clearly I missed my calling as a branding expert. Um, <laughs> that was only 80 years ago. There are people alive today that not that long ago could have just filled a bottle with plutonium and cyanide and labeled it as like dream syrup renowned for getting children to sleep soundly through the night and that was just standard (laughs) it's one way to do it am i right that's one way to do it Uh, and even when we decided that that wasn't okay companies were still allowed to sell radioactive garbage as long as they didn't claim it would prevent gray hairs or whatever and in true capitalist fashion, one of the main companies selling radioactive crap changed its name a bunch of times and stayed in operation mm. until 2007. What? Yes. 13 years ago. Uh, from now. Uh, from today. No. I could literally have a child older than that right now. Uh, My dog is older than that. What? I'm so old. No. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Speaking of bummer death by cosmetics trivia of 2007, Mm -hmm. advocacy group Campaign for Safe Cosmetics had 33 red lipsticks examined by an independent lab. Okay. One third of those lipsticks contained mm, not just some amount of lead, but what they considered a hazardous level of lead. Oh, good. And in 2010... They expanded that to include 400 brands of lipstick, and out of all of them, there were three that didn't have lead in them. No. The FDA is like, uh, it's not a ton of lead, though. Mm. Can we just, I don't know, not have toxic s*** and stuff that goes on our face? You're just being too needy right now. Demands, demands, demands. Oh, gosh. So high maintenance, these women. Am I right? (laughs) Keep them dumb. (laughs) Put lead in their faces. Uh, If you're furiously digging through your handbag right now, trying to find the ingredients on your lipstick, you can relax. Because for one, they're not on there. (laughs) Especially true if the offending material was not added by the manufacturer but is instead a contaminant that Ah. weaseled its way in via some other ingredient, Mm -hmm. like a byproduct of one of the colors that was added, because it is not required to list contaminants. Oh, great. Who wrote that law? You can at least look up the list of ingredients for your products online, and a great resource for cross-referencing that is ewg.org slash skin deep. That's E as in... Ew, 
There's endocrine disruptors in my sunblock. <laughs> w, as in, why the f*** are there heavy metals in my lipstick? Mm-hmm. G, as in, gee whiz, <laughs> I wish my makeup wasn't poisoning me slowly. <laughs> org slash skin deep. Hmm. Well, I'm going to spend the next four days looking up every ingredient in the makeup I have at home, so I'm super excited for that adventure. Oof. I have, like, a child-sized suitcase just full of makeup, so four days is probably optimistic on my part. Mm. And lots of it is super old, too, so if mm-hmm. they have bothered to pass any protective laws, which they probably haven't, so, oh well. But, uh, yeah, my sh- is from way before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, serious about the sunblock one, though, you guys. You should be using the gross hippie sunblock that's super greasy and leaves you white as a ghost. I know that's my favorite part of the whole beach experience. Beach experience. The regular stuff is full of hormone disruptors, amongst other things. And in 2019, last year, (sighs) the FDA removed 14 of the 16 chemicals found in sunscreens from its generally accepted as safe and effective category what yep and that is still on drugstore shelves of course it is mm-hmm. truth is companies are still putting tons of crap in beauty products that we just really don't know a whole lot about so now everyone gets poisoned and we don't even get to have black or glow-in-the-dark teeth damn it <laughs> there goes my saturday <laughs> <laughs> Your hopes and dreams are smashed. Applying lead or mercury to the face was a highly specific and centralized way to actually slowly kill oneself. Mm. But what if you wanted to merely give the appearance of being sickly and weak? (laughs) You know I do. (laughs) You know, because it makes you so much sexier to your peers. Uh, Stop me when this starts to sound familiar. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. Too soon. Oh, okay. Keep going. By the mid-1800s, tuberculosis had reached epidemic Mm. levels in Europe and the United States. Mm -hmm. The disease, now known to be infectious, attacks the lungs Mm. and damages other organs. Before the advent of antibiotics, its victims slowly wasted away, becoming pale and thin, Mm. before finally dying not of sexiness, but of what was then known as consumption. Consumed by sexiness. Yeah, eventually. So if that doesn't sound super sexy yet, just you wait, because it's about to get real sultry up in here. (laughs) (laughs) Now onto the death stuff. Okay, nearly four million people are said to have died as a result just in England and Wales. As a result of tuberculosis between 1851 and 1910. And yet despite this, throughout the Romantic era and into the late 19th century, tuberculosis forged a unique place in society and became entwined with ideas of beauty and creativity. Mm. Numerous artistic figures contracted tuberculosis, shaping public perception of the disease. When young... Upper-class women contracted TB, so, like, the Paris Hilton of their time. <laughs> I don't know who their modern equivalent is. so good, coughing up blood. Oh, my God. Have you seen her with blood all over her chest? Nobody can cough up blood like she can cough up blood. And the tinkling sound in her voice as she coughs. Stunning. So frail. <laughs> so wayfish. 
when young upper-class women contracted TB, it was treated very differently than when poor people contracted it. Unlike other fatal illnesses of the time, pulmonary tuberculosis was associated with fragility and sexual attractiveness. Ooh, baby. You look like you can barely lift a sponge. <laughs> What's your name, girl? <laughs> oh, your legs look so useless and hot. I want to get behind that. Okay. The way they're all thin and floppy. <laughs> so The consumptive appearance entailed dramatically pale skin, an ethereal thinness with red cheeks and a feverish glow. Now, if this is starting to sound kind of like the goth look, you're not wrong. This became the defining fashionable aesthetic of the time with women powdering their faces, some even using chemicals such as arsenic to achieve a paler complexion. Okay, what is with the recurring arsenic? It's like f***ing Becky's and their PSLs. Damn! Women could not stay away. What did it take to get this junk off of women's vanities? What's a Becky? Oh, you know, like, hey, Becky, look at her butt. She's, it's like uh, a basic, yeah, it. basic white. Got it. Yeah. What's a PSL? <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. Oh, my God. I love pumpkin spice. <laughs> no. Which you can't have because COVID took it away. <laughs> uh, shit, does that joke not work because you didn't know what those things were? No, it's fine. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> okay. This obsession with the consumptive aesthetic peaked in the mid-1800s when corsets and voluminous skirts emphasized women's slender figures with damaging implications for women's physical health and social roles. The restrictive nature of the corset made all but the smallest of physical tasks challenging, and excessive use could lead to displacement of internal organs. Uh, If you haven't listened to our fashion episode yet, there's more on that there. This traditional consumptive look was perpetuated throughout popular culture with famous portraits, novels, plays, and operas telling tales of ethereally thin and beautiful women teeteringly close to death or inspired creatives overcome with the disease. Hot. (laughs) It's not hard to see the parallels here between romanticizing consumption and how the goth look came to be. Yeah, we've got pale skin. We've got gauntness, Mm. using arsenic to become even paler. That's a pretty straight line to modern goth makeup. No wonder I'll never be pale enough. Yeah, you gotta (laughs) be more dead. Damn, my mixed heritage and lack of access to mercury. (laughs) If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. (laughs) What if COVID had the same effect, like having a really bad Mm -hmm. cough? And not being able to smell becomes associated with beauty, so <laughs> women start doing weird shit to their noses for fashion's sake. Ridiculously large nose plugs. All the rage for 2020. Oh, I'm so hot. I can't smell a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, f- our f-ing world is f- <laughs> Okay. Romanticism was also preoccupied by the liberation of the mind and spirit from the corporeal shackle that was the human body. (laughs) I'm feeling it. Every f***ing day I'm feeling it. (laughs) Illness was hence viewed as the means by which flawed physicality could be left behind and the creative soul freed. 
the true artist was weak in body because he was strong in mind. It's me. He or she. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Equal rights. Puniness <laughs> and fragility. Everyone, no matter of your gender identity, can be as puny as they want. <laughs> we need that on a shirt. Oh. Strength and puniness. <laughs> Puny people unite. <laughs> Um, good health began to be considered earthly, prosaic, and mm. even vulgar. Watch your mouth. Oh. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Lord by can watch your mouth. <laughs> Continue. Um, Lord Byron, who was a rather large man before contracting an illness which caused considerable weight loss, declared... How pale I look. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know if that Lord Byron would have sounded like. I think he sounded exactly like How that. pale I look. <laughs> I should like, I think, to die of consumption. Because then the women would all say, see that poor Byron. How interesting he looks in dying. <laughs> wow, someone skipped therapy. <laughs> And voice lessons. <laughs> hey. hey. Hashtag life goals. Hashtag, Hashtag death, death goals. <laughs> <laughs> Byron then spent much of his adult life following a rigid diet, exercise, and bathing routine. Oh, that seems healthy. In order to maintain the consumptive appearance oh. demonstrated by his fellow poets, Keats and Shelley. Okay, never this, mind. Yeah. This consequently became a major trend among Victorian women who later in the century would stoop to drastic measures from tight lacing to vinegar drinking in order to resemble the ethereal consumptive. Now, when I say they would stoop, I don't mean that they would literally stoop <laughs> because the tightness of the corset wouldn't allow for such an action. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I imagine they could only just, like, tip forward slightly at the waist, like one of those dipping birds that you see in the science museums, you know? Wait, those are from science museums? I've only seen those on, like, Looney Tunes, which is a prime example of my level of intellect and interests. They, like, uh, I don't even know what you're talking about in Looney Tunes. They're on Looney Tunes all the time, those little dippy birds. They, yeah, they just... Beep, yeah, boop, burp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I never knew what those were from, other than they were just. Yeah, that's why I put the link in there because I was like, uh, I wonder if anyone else knows it by a different name because there was a bunch of there was like insatiable birdies, dippy birds, hmm. tippy birds. I don't know. There were like all these names. Flash forward to more modern times, and not a ton has changed actually. Yeah. According to an EWG article dated November 2000, contrary to popular belief, industrial chemicals and consumer products are essentially unregulated in the United States. Great! Except for chemicals added directly to food, there is no legal requirement for health and safety testing or human exposure monitoring for any chemical in commerce. What? Not at all? The same chemicals, ironically, are often tightly regulated as pollutants. For example, phthalates are recognized as toxic substances under environmental law, but companies are free to use 
unlimited amounts in cosmetics. Hate everyone. Going to go on a murdering spree. Since this information is 20 years old, I checked out the FDA page for phthalates. And according to those motherfuckers, the ones used in hairsprays and nail polishes are used rarely today. Sure. However, companies still be throwing another type of phthalates into fragrances. So, mm-hmm. time to start eyeing those perfumes skeptically. As for me, after I read this, I took some of my nail polishes. <clears throat> God, that felt good. I told you we should scream like banshees. I mean, I don't know about you, but I used to carry a pillow with me everywhere, and it was because I'm old and my bones hurt. Mm. So, like, sitting on those fashionable cement benches in coffee shops, but... Now it's just my screaming pillow. <laughs> God. Do you use it? Do you scream in it? I actually do. Yes. <laughs> I have taken to, like, finding the quietest corner of the house and screaming into it. Because um. I don't want to get, like, all my spit on the pillow. <laughs> I, we do have a washable pillow. I should use that. There you go. Cars are also really good. You go in your car and roll up all the windows and turn the music up super loud. Oh, yeah. And go on the freeway and then just scream at the top of your lungs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. god it just feels so good cathartic when you can't do anything else because you can't do anything else yeah there's nothing else to do where were we I don't know just screaming into corners <laughs> oh my god it does feel good as for me after I read this I took some of my nail polishes that I've had for 20 years mm-hmm. and collected them for a hazardous waste disposal I don't know how long it's going to be before I can actually drop them off, but you know what? <laughs> I did the thing. I feel good about it. All those colors were kind of gross anyway. Mm-hmm. I did keep my one favorite one, which is this like neon yellowy green. <laughs> good news for Californians, though. As of October 2nd, 2020, a state-level ban is going into effect on mercury and formaldehyde and beauty and personal care products. Wow! Yay! Good and it only California! Took- <laughs> As California goes. There. <laughs> Wait, what? We don't live there. No, but, you know, we live very close, and uh, it'll probably only take us, what, 10, 20 years <laughs> to catch up to this particular California trend, because that's usually the way it goes. Hmm. Might happen before I'm dead of mercury poisoning. No. Oh. And it only took 500 years of mercury and lead being in cosmetics to get banned from being in cosmetics. Oh, my God. Remember, your skin is the largest organ of your body. If you wouldn't pour arsenic or lead onto your kidney, don't smear it on your face. I might. An FDA article from 2016 cautions Americans from using cosmetics containing mercury. Hmm. Now, why would they do that if it's impossible to buy cosmetics with mercury? Oh, wait. Because it's totally legal to buy cosmetics with mercury in them in America. I don't understand what is their job. Uh, like, they just put out bulletins saying, like, hey, try not to use the toxic shit that we allow companies to put on your face. Like, what? Do they ever do anything? Yeah, I think they just, like, choose the tiniest font sizes and then they're like, oh, here's a warning for you guys. If you can read this, you're too close. 
Yeah. So I checked the FDA.gov site real quick because surely a typo had happened somewhere. They can't be cautioning us from using cosmetics that wouldn't have mercury in them. Oh, here it is. The FDA does not allow mercury in drugs or cosmetics. Good. Great. Okay. Except under very specific conditions where there are no other safe and effective preservatives available. Awesome. I knew it. Okay. The FDA will protect us from mercury poisoning unless it's the only effective preservative for the job. Who can get us into Canada or (laughs) France? (laughs) Spain. I'm not picky. If you're not in America, write us. (laughs) Please. Got to get that cheek swab so I can find out what countries I can claim dual citizenship. Deathpartypodcast at gmail.com. Get us some green cards. Hey, you looking for a new wife that's already married? You've come to the right place. We're two wives. (laughs) We're two wives. Just get us out. We'll do what it takes. We'll do your dishes. We'll wear corsets and bend bend at the waist awkwardly. Like dippy birds. Like dippy birds. Why add mercury to that mesmerizingly goopy face cream, you might wonder? Why? Mm. Because it's an excellent skin lightener. We can't just go around getting rid of mercury. How will our faces get paler? In 2020. There was an article from spring of 2020 on EWG's site that asbestos was found in eyeshadow palettes sold on eBay and Amazon. Hmm. Another reason not to give Jeff Bezos more of your money. Why would eyeshadow contain asbestos? Why would it? Because it contains talc. Is it to make us blind? (laughs) On purpose? (laughs) No, because if we can't see ourselves, then they can't sell us makeup. Oh, right. So we have to keep buying makeup. Because it contains talc, talc and asbestos occur naturally alongside each other in rock. I feel like they can test the talc before they put it in shit that people put on their face. I feel like they probably could. I feel like they probably do. Yeah. And they're like, meh. Put it in there anyway. We We're not using it. A dollar on this bucket of talc. Yeah. Do do do. This I hasn't been funny. Has it? No. Do you want to do the myths on cosmetic safety? It's not funny. Nope. <laughs> None of it's funny. It all you sucks. Just end it and go scream into pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Define end it. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, drink a bottle of mercury and go to sleep. I'm going to try out those radium condoms. It's the last, <laughs> literally the last thing I do. <laughs> Party! <laughs> so we're going to go scream into some pillows right now. <laughs> Way ahead of you. So yeah, makeup. That shit. Stop. FDA. That shit. Let's all just agree not to wear it ever again. Because if none of us wear it, then we'll all look the same. It'll be fine. Makeup so much. Yeah. And then there's the thing about natural and organic products are always safer. That's a myth. Because then you have a f- allergic reaction to all the crazy herbs that are in there. Yep, that's one possibility. 
Another one is that products labeled organic or natural can contain petrochemicals. Yay! And even the ones certified as organic can contain as little as 10% organic ingredients by weight or volume. Party! <laughs> Why? We are a couple of invisible podcast ghosts floating around the ether of the internet. (laughs) Hoping you will summon us from beyond the grave for more spooky tales of death and stupidness. And keep our stories alive and circulating like mercury in your systems. If you like our show and want to help us get more episodes from our blackened hearts to your eardrums it would really help us prioritize working on this show if we know you like it so if you do leave us a review and a five star rating if you could we'll read your reviews and take them to heart our grinch sized little shrivelly hearts or if you've got something fascinating to add to this topic go to our facebook page or our facebook group both of those are Death Party Podcast. And if you've got a great idea for an upcoming episode, you can message us there or email us at deathpartypodcast at gmail.com. We have a sizable list of upcoming episode ideas, but let us know what you want to hear. Because it's not the size, it's how you use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're here for you. Mm-hmm. Well, you and the radium dick. Ooh, Ooh how about flash your light? Radium dick condoms. Oh, <laughs> oh too bad flashlight is already taken. Mm. Man, I'm always late to the party. Death, Death party. party. <laughs> On the count of three. One, two, three. Death, Death party! party. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's all, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye.